excited to see their reaction to how generous our church was. Our church, for the, this is the first year that we've ever done it, Be Rich, and um, we've never done anything like this before, but um, basically for three weeks, we collected donations from our church congregation. We put it out on social media, and uh, we are giving 100% of it away. We collected items from your list online, and so we have this to present to you today. We are like awesome. super excited, but we, <laughs> we have collected 40000 Three hundred and twenty-four dollars, and yes, and there you go. <laughs> wow! And we collected three hundred items off the list, which is in back of Jake's car that we have to wow. truck that we have your to church, get to you. Your church is literally the hands and feet of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, I am, I am, I'm feeling I'm just so excited to be part of this church community, and it's all God, and the fact that you all were um, so obedient to Him, and and it's been so cool because the generosity to Shepherd's House was incredible, and, and what we were able to do for them. But there's been so many ripple effects that have continued through our church community that was not expected, and God is just so good, and I just praise him. So incredible. So my name is Kim Chitwood, and I'm our Next Steps pastor here. And, and once in a blue moon, I'm up here on stage. Um, it's not my cup of tea always, because I don't like to speak in front of grown-ups. <laughs> But seriously, I'm glad to be here today and do a Just Kim message, which all that means is we needed a filler. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that it's just because it's Kim. But once in a while, you see Just Brad or Just Jordan. And we just listen that week to what the Holy Spirit tells us to speak on. And so I did this week, and, and to be honest, I wasn't super happy because he wanted me to speak on something I stink at which is often the case when we're up in front, and that is rest. I am often a restless person. I go, 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 do, do, do. I have a hard time slowing down and stopping for the day. I don't like it very much. And I'm not saying that as a brag. Sometimes in our society, we can talk about all that we do and where we go and how tired we are. I'm actually saying it to you because it's a problem that I have. Anyone else restless, struggle with sitting down and slowing down? Several hands, yeah. Well, maybe you're the opposite. Maybe you go, Kim, I rest really, really well. Like, maybe some of you are here and you're like, I do a really good job resting. Or maybe you know someone that does. Does it drive you a little crazy? And so maybe you can even fall asleep at the drop of a hat. Is anybody really good at resting here? Oh, not any hands. I don't see any hands. 
Oh, no, I see a hand. Okay. Jim Hall. Jim Hall, I don't like you very much. I'm just kidding. Uh, it's hard to like people who are able to rest well when you're not that way. And that's a problem that a lot of us have. And what I found is, is that even if we think we're good at resting, we just might not be. Like, let's say we have a long day and we run a bunch of errands, we go to work, we take care of the kids, yada, 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 come home, what do you do? finally are done for the day, and maybe you're not done for the day, <laughs> but you finally say, I'm done, and you sit down, you pick up your phone, scroll social media, start texting, check your email, go through things you need to buy, on and on and on, or maybe flip on the TV. So really, even in that is not really resting. We hardly ever rest. And so today I've got a cheesy statement that I'm going to say a few times. And I want us to be on a quest to rest. A quest to rest. Real rest. That's not just physical rest. It's body, soul, and mind. It's full rest. Because what they have found is a few things. One, Especially in our Western society, we do a lot in the mind. <laughs> and our mind races and think, we think so many thoughts. I think it's between 30,000 and 50,000 thoughts we think a day. And some of them we don't even know we're thinking. That we've had maybe since we were young, thinking and spiraling and racing thoughts. Things we have to do, regrets things that um, maybe we're worried about for the future, things we want to control and racing thoughts, but we need full rest. And especially I want to center on resting our minds since that's often what we have trouble with. What they've also found is that 75% to 98% of behavioral, physical, and mental illnesses stem from the inability to rest and in our thought life. And 70% or more of our thoughts are actually negative thoughts. This racing mind, and it can happen all the time, and even when we're sleeping. So what do we do about that? How do we rest? Well, real rest to me has come to um, be more than, like I said, just not just sitting, but actually the stillness, solitude, and silence. How often are you still and in solitude and in silence during your day? I bet not very often. And a lot of um, psychologists and therapists, you know, counselors have said we need more of this, and they're catching up to what God has told us all along. For in, in order to know him, we have to be still. Psalm 4610, the first part says, be still and know that I am God, that I am here. Know me, not just in your head, but your heart, your body, soul, and mind. And I have this verse. I had it on my coffee bar for a while, and then I moved it to another place in my house because I wanted to practice being still. And I don't know about you. I don't know if any of you have ever tried that. You know, because if you've been a Christ follower for a while, maybe you've heard of the spiritual disciplines, and a couple are the solitude and silence, right? And so, I don't know about you, but you sit, and maybe close your eyes, and I bet one or two th of two things happens. Either your mind starts to race, and you give up, 
and you go back to whatever you were doing, or you fall asleep. And neither of that is bad. Work and sleep, I mean, we've, we've got to do those things, right? But I think what that shows us is we are a restless society, and we need rest. We need to be on a quest for rest. And maybe you're thinking, Kim, hold the phone. I've got kids. <laughs> I can't rest. There's no way. And I remember those days where they wake you up, and then by the time you put them in bed, you are done, right? And I have friends now, and they remind me, Kim, I don't know, you know, how do I find time with God? How do I find time to rest? But I want you to really think about your day because a lot of the time when we do have a few moments, and I did this too, we throw another load of laundry in, we clean up the house, we run an errand, we do something for work, we grab our phones, we get on social media, instead of taking those few moments to practice the spiritual di discipline of stillness and solitude and rest. We need to be on a quest to rest. So how do we find rest? Well, St. Augustine said this in a prayer, and I love this prayer that he prayed. He said, you have made us for yourself, Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. We will not have rest until we learn to rest in Jesus. And we're made by him, we're made for him, and he is the God of rest and the God who gives us peace. And then Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, he said, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden, heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. It is Jesus who gives us rest. Nothing else will satisfy. You may have a few things you do, like I've got some good essential oils, <laughs> I've got some candles, I've got some times when I try to breathe deeply, you know, things that I've been taught. And those help for a while. But true, full rest only comes in the presence of Jesus. We are at rest when we rest in him. And whether you follow Jesus or not, we have to get this. We can do as many things as we can to try to rest and we're not going to be fully satisfied until we rest in him. But herein lies the issue. We have to realize that God, in the beginning of time, when he, he, he created the world, he chose us, all of us. He said, I want you. And then he said, and he knew us, and he knit us together in our mother's womb very carefully and specifically and when he sent Jesus to die and rise again, he said, now, I chose you, will you choose me? And if we choose Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit inside us to live with us and us in him. We are one in him forever. But here's the issue. The problem is that we live like we're separate from him. It's like, I'm here and I love Jesus, but I'm living my life like he's over here, like God is way over here. 
And it's like I get up in the morning, I go about my day, I get ready, I take care of a few things, make my bed, go off to work, take care, you know, you take care of the kids, you run your errands, you come home, you might say a prayer before your meal, maybe a prayer before your kids go to bed, and then you go to bed and you start the whole thing over again. We're choosing, instead of choosing to live with Jesus, we're choosing to live like we're apart from him. And he's like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm right here the whole time. And so we have to recognize that we are with him and he is with us the entire time. He hasn't left us, but we forget that because of our minds, our racing thoughts, minds. It's kind of put a roadblock between us and remembering that he is right with us. I kind of like to think of it a wall of bricks, like a brick of of shame or unforgiveness or maybe fear or doubt or maybe even just to-dos or struggles with finances or your relationship, whatever your mind. It might just be like what I watched on TV. And it's just racing thought after thought after thought. And it puts this wall in our mind and makes us almost forget that he is right here with us. And so how can we rest with a restless mind? We really can't. And that's what I've realized, that even though there are times that I can sit and I can watch a movie, maybe my body feels at rest, but my mind is not at rest. My mind is not at rest. And so Jesus said, he actually said, he says, hold on, remember this, don't forget that I am the vine and you are the branches If you remain in me and I in you, you'll bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And I used to read this and I used to think, okay, that means if I'm good, I'm with him. But if I'm not good, I'm apart from him. No, that means you've got to remember you are with him. He is with us. He is here. He's in us. We are in him. We are one with him. Jesus, but we forget that we are the branches of the vine. And when we remain in him, when our mind says, yes, we are in him, that's when we find rest. Apart from him, we can do nothing. So we have to be on this quest for rest, this quest to turn our eyes upon Jesus, this quest to remember that he is with us. There's an old song we used to sing years ago, and it said, Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. It's that I've got to remember, I've got to remember, I've got to remember he is with me. And only with Jesus will I find rest. So that's the problem, right? That I've got to turn. And I've got to remember, and I've got to keep, and, and, and I wanted to give you something practical of how to start your day or throughout your day to do this. Because if I just stopped here and I, and I let you go, many of you like me would go on with your day living like you're separate from God, but we're really not. And so I'm going to give you something I found in a book. This book has become so precious to me. It's called Into the Silent Land by Martin Laird. And I think it was written about 2006. But this book talks about this restless mind and how in our minds we forget that God is with us. 
and that we have to practice being with him. And one of the things we have to do is we have to not stop because this is important too. So there's something, there's a prayer that we do. There's a prayer that we all do. It's the talking prayer, right? We pray to God and we talk to him. And we've been taught this. If you've been in the church, you've been taught this since you were young. And that is, this prayer is important. We need to talk to God. We need to tell him what we're going through. We're going to need to ask him for what we need. We need to lift up other people in prayer. That is good and we need it. But then there's this other prayer and it's something that we've missed out on here in our Western society. The Eastern Christian church have, has been doing this since the beginning of time, and we've kind of we've separated ourselves from it. And it's more of a being with God prayer. It's more of a listening prayer. It's more of a surrender prayer. Instead of saying to God, this is what I want, more of, okay, God, what do you want? Prayer. And what I've found with this prayer is that it helps me remind myself that I'm with God. And it's one of those things that I end up taking with me all through the day. And so I want to describe this to you for the next few minutes, and then we're going to practice it together. And I, I can guarantee it's going to feel a little awkward because this is not something we usually do at church. We did do a little bit of this at our last prayer night. Um, again, it's not something we normally do. We normally talk. It feels more comfortable to be in our heads than it does just being, right? And so what this is, is it's a prayer practice where you get still and silent and find solitude, even if it's just for a minute or two. It doesn't have to take long. You may start out doing this for a minute or two, and then after a while of practicing this for weeks or months, you might go into maybe even 20 minutes. And so you, you end up finding yourself a quiet place. You position yourself so you have both feet on the floor to remind yourself you're with God because he is your firm foundation. And then you start breathing, something that You've been doing breathing, but it's like a deep breathing. A lot of therapists and psychologists will say this is a great way for you to take your heart rate and lower it. What's so cool about this is this is something that God has wanted us to do all along. He's given us breath. He says, the spirit of God has made me. This is Job who said this. The breath of the Almighty gives me life. He's going, I gave you this breath. Not just to forget about, but actually you can breathe deeply and let it out. And I've made that for you so that your heart beats can slow down. I did this for you. And so it might feel a little awkward. We're going to breathe in through our nose. We're going to breathe out through our mouth. We're going to let the second half be a little bit longer. And then after we do that, um, we're going to go into a time of what's called the Jesus prayer. It's a short, simple prayer that's, that's between you and him. It's very personal. It's often things that we might struggle with when it comes to being with God. Maybe you struggle with believing he loves you or believing he is for you because you consider all the things you've done or that he's forgiven you. Maybe you struggle with trusting him or loving him, or struggle with another person. 
right? So this Jesus prayer becomes your prayer that helps you go, okay, wait a minute. God is here. He's not over there. He is with me. So prayers would be something like, Lord Jesus, you love me. Short and simple, but so packed with so much truth and power. Or Lord Jesus, you value me. Or Lord Jesus, I trust you. Even if you might not, it gives you that, that just solid rock to stand on. Lord Jesus, I trust you. Or Lord Jesus, you are here. That's mine right now. We're going to use that one in a little bit when we go into a time of doing this together. And so just think about a little bit right now. What are some struggles you have with God? And what could be your Jesus prayer? Because you're going to take that with you. And you're going you're gonna to go into a quiet place. And you're going to start doing that. You're going to start the breathing. You're going to let go of all <laughs> the distractions. And there's going to be some, especially those with little ones. I mean, you're going to hear noises. You're going to hear toys. You're going to hear things. That's okay. And then anytime you start breathing, you start praying your Jesus prayer, and anytime your mind starts to wander, which it will, I promise you it will. You've been, your mind's been wandering since you were like this big, right? Your mind will start to wander, and then the Jesus prayer becomes the anchor to remind you, oh, no, I'm here with him. He is with me. You know, Jesus said to his disciples, and he says to us here and now, in Mark 6, 31, it's the very last part of it, he says this. He says, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. Come with me. Come with Jesus. Jesus is where we find rest. So we're going to do that right now. We're going to go to Jesus together. It's going to feel awkward. That's okay. Just know too that, you know, I've tried this before and I've been trying this for several months and there have been times when I do my deep breathe and I start praying my Jesus prayer, my mind starts to wander and wander and wander and wander. And 10 minutes later, I go, whoops, back to my Jesus prayer. It's okay. There's no shame because when a thought comes... A lot of times when we're trying to be still and silent before God, a thought will come and immediately we start shaming ourselves. That's, there's no shame. Jesus says, listen, I know all the thoughts you think. Just be mindful of what that thought is. Be curious because it's good to know. And then come back to me because you are with me and I am in you. And this is just the first part of this book and I wanted to give you today. So I want us to practice this together and hopefully you can take this as a next step. So as uncomfortable as this is going to be, I would love you to remove all the distractions. If you've got a phone, put it and you're looking at it, put it down. Turn it off if you need to. If you've got a watch that maybe is even like giving you notifications, take it off. We had someone like earlier first service, just put it on the chair in front of them. And if you have anything in your lap, remove it, put it aside. Okay, and then I want you to take both feet, and if you don't have them, put them on the floor. And this is to remind us that he is our firm foundation. He is the rock on which we stand, and it helps us remember that we are with him, and he is with us, right? Okay, and then take your hands, and this may be uncomfortable, but put them on your lap, palms up, or if, you, if it is too uncomfortable, sometimes I just put them, lay them flat on my lap, and close your eyes, 
And then we're going to start breathing in and out. So I want you to take a breath in through your nose and then a longer breath, exhale out through your mouth. So go ahead and breathe in and out. And keep doing that. And just remember the Spirit gives us life. The Holy Spirit is here in us and he is our breath that we breathe. And keep doing that. Breathe it in and breathe out that he is here with us. And then I'm out loud. I'm going to start praying my Jesus prayer. And again, this can be your Jesus prayer. You can pray it in your mind. We're going to first pray the first part. When we breathe in, we're going to pray the first part. And then we're going to breathe out, pray the last part. And then I'm going to pray it a few times. And eventually, know that I'm going to end. And there's going to be a little bit of silence. You can continue to pray the prayer. And again, if you find... If you find a thought that comes up, let that thought bounce you back and anchor your back to remind yourself that you are here with Jesus. All right, let's go ahead. So breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Lord Jesus, you are here. Lord Jesus, you are here. Lord Jesus, you are here. In Jesus' name, amen. So hopefully you'll feel a little bit more rested right now. And hopefully you can remember and take this with you. Um, let me know if you have any questions about it or want to process it with me. Again, it's something that I'm not great at. It's going to be, I believe, a daily work for the rest of my life, learning to be with him and letting him show up in my thoughts and what's going on there and then take me back to his heart and that he is with me. So let's pray together. Lord God, thank you for this time. Thank you that even though sometimes we don't feel it or, or hear you or know it, that you are with us and that you are our rest. And that even though restless thoughts and feelings can assail, that you want to help us get back to rest in you. Help us to remember that you are the God of everywhere <laughs> and that it isn't that we are separate from you, but you are in us and you are for us and we are one with you. And God, I just thank you for this body. I thank you for their gifts. I thank you for their work, but also I thank you for giving us rest in Jesus' holy name. Amen.